round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. Just become best friends. Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. To infinity and beyond. There's much of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We are three dads who love talking about everything Disney. This podcast is a chance for us to dive deeper into our Disney fandom. We will spend time conquering the parks, giving tips and tricks to navigating a Disney vacation, and sharing our personal stories from Disney trips. It is that time of year when happy haunts are materializing and grim, grinning ghosts are coming out to socialize when we find the Magic Kingdom under the spell of the Sanderson sisters and all of their Disney villain friends. As fear begins to take over and we think all hope is lost, Mickey arrives to remind us that all is not so scary after all. This week we take a deeper look into Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party and learn that fear can be magical after all. Justin. Yes, sir. Mike. How are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. Excited. Doing well, brother. Listen, uh, this is an exciting topic tonight. Um, this is probably one of the hottest topics in Disney this time of year. And, and I'll tell you why this is exciting for me. Um, are, are both you guys Halloween guys? Are you Halloween families? Absolutely. This is our favorite time of year. Mike, how about yourself? Yeah, 100%. 100%. We are always a Halloween family. We, uh, we have a blast. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I never was really a Halloween guy. Uh, we would do our trick-or-treating. We would... You know, I mean, I, I enjoyed going out with the, the kids and letting them earn their candy. However, when I experienced Disney during Halloween, it changed me. It like opened up the holiday season now starts with Halloween with me. You know what I mean? And when I experienced Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, that was it. That was the last nail in the coffin of love for the Halloween um fandom and i was all in after that now we don't go as far as decorating outside much we live in the rural area uh, i would love to get into the all all in decorating that that family on the block but i don't and justin how about yourself no we go all out we have for years our house is typically decorated for disney all year round and we kind of nice. just throw halloween decorations on top of that so, All right. you know, so it just kind of turns it into a Disney decorated house. Anyways, our biggest thing, though, we don't carve pumpkins, but we paint pumpkins. And okay. uh, I, I know with a five-year-old, it's made it so much easier because we can turn her loose and, and we can kind of uh, let her have fun with it. Um, so we'll paint. You know, I think last year we did Minnie Mickey. Uh, this year, we haven't got our pumpkins quite yet because we are going to Disney. We're going to be out of town, uh, but we'll probably do those right when we get back in town. So uh, we're excited to do that. Mike, what about you guys? Yeah, I really enjoy decorating for Halloween. Uh, I'm a kid who grew up in the late 80s, so I'm sure my mother could attest. My room as a heavy metal kid always looked like my room was decorated for Halloween. So carrying it over to my adulthood is, is kind of nice. Uh, 
what I don't what I don't do is I don't do the the scary, gory, uh, you know, severed head kind of stuff. We keep it very Disney in the house as well. Uh, I feel like it keeps it family friendly. Uh, it's it's not the run like so many houses in the neighborhood have the over the top with the blood, the gore, the scare, the the you know the taint, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of decorations. But we keep it Disney, and one of my favorite things to do with the family is we go to the arts and craft stores that are in our neighborhood and they sell these craft pumpkins and they're, they're a typical styrofoam pumpkin and you can get patterns uh pumpkin master is the name of the company that sells these uh patterns for the pumpkins you can you can put them on the pumpkin and you just carve them out and they're super easy to do uh, I by no means are a talented guy when it comes to drawing or artistry. Uh, I can't do a straight line with a ruler. So if I'm able to do these kind of patterns, I think anybody could do it. And uh, every year we try and add more pumpkins to our little uh, display outside. And the kids have a good time enjoying doing them themselves because uh, it's very creative. And the end result is beautiful. They come out really good. As a matter of fact, uh, when this when this episode drops, I'm going to give some of my examples on the uh, on the, our Facebook page. And I'm definitely encouraging our fans and our our, you know, new Facebook listeners that please share with us what you guys are doing with your Disney type decorations in the house. We'd love to see what you guys are doing. So Mike, when you carve the pumpkins, um, that the, that you buy at Hobby Lobby or wherever, is that something you keep every year, year to year? So you just kind of add to your collection as you go along? Yes, we. Uh, when I first did them, I did them with regular pumpkins and it was a lot of effort to, uh, carve the pumpkin out and then have it mush like three or four days later especially with the change in temperature up here uh it goes from hot to cold and you get some really oddball temperatures here so we would uh do the, the regular carved pumpkins and they would come out fantastic but with the styrofoam ones they last forever and i've had some of them that i have now i've had for five six seven years the only way they ever get ruined is by manhandling you know getting pushed around in the attic or something or if i didn't store them properly but they last forever and even if you don't have a house you want to decorate the outside they're perfect you just throw in your kitchen. You could put them anywhere around your house to decorate. Uh, you don't have to have a, a candle inside. You could throw a little uh, tea light, some of the battery-operated lights, or a little LED light, some flashing ones to give it some effect. Uh, they're great, and I really enjoy putting the time and effort into it and having a long-lasting, uh, unique decoration. And I can tell you that whenever the kids come trick-or-treating, I get a lot of compliments from the other parents like, wow, that's great. How'd you do that? And it makes me look like an artist, and I'm far from it. And when you buy these uh, stencil kits, a lot of the stencil kits come with uh, the carving tools. They come with the little saw, the little uh, plastic spoons to, to scoop the, uh, the little the corners out. And it's even safe for a kid. The, the tools that you actually use to do the carving, they're pretty dull and they, uh, they work very well. And uh, if, some, if, you, if you have the opportunity, if you see them in the store... You know, it's going to cost you $10 for a pumpkin. Maybe it's, if you go online, you can find some of these stencil kits for free. Uh, you can order some of them online, but it's definitely worth trying. And you know what? If you try it, it doesn't work out, you know, no loss. You, you give it a shot. And I think most people that try it will enjoy the end result. Let me go back to your statement. I'm far from an artist because I want to disagree with you there. Your pumpkins are phenomenal, man. I really like them. You do a great job. Now, here's what I see when I buy those styrofoam ones, okay? People are going to come up to my house, and I'm going to hear the kid go, Dad, what is that pumpkin? What is that? And all I can hear is the parents going, well, it's modern art or something. You know, I'm like, no, dude, that's not it. It's a castle. So um, I disagree with you wholeheartedly because that you did a beautiful job. And I, I post those pictures in the group, all right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'd like to take a minute to tell you about our amazing sponsor, The Cookin' Wookie. 
The Cook and Wookiee will take you on a culinary adventure through the Disney parks and a galaxies far, far away. Dive into all the fantastic recipes as this Wookiee leads us step-by-step through each amazing dish he prepares. So come join the Cook and Wookiee Facebook page and be ready to push your culinary craft into hyperdrive. You can find the link to the Cook and Wookiee at www.disneydadspodcast.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Disney Dads Podcast. Now back to the show. So most of us are going to experience Halloween on this level. We're going to decorate the house. We're going to decorate the outside. And we're going to we're going to be as festive as we can uh, locally. But there are a select few and maybe a lot of you that get this opportunity to go down to the greatest Halloween party on earth. And that's a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And it's a very strong tradition with a lot of families, like yourself, Justin. Yeah, I mean, so we've done it for years. And the one thing that uh, that I've always found interesting about the Halloween party is from from when we started, uh, you know, 10 years ago to when we go now, the the party has grown so much, so fast. I mean, it, it's gone from, um, you know, three hours a night, four hours a night. And now you're running until, you know, one in the morning. Uh, and, and the biggest thing is this. When Disney was looking into starting this, they had a hard time. They had a really hard time because they wanted to do a hard ticket event in the Magic Kingdom. But the problem was the way Main Street is decorated, Main Street's meant to feel like it's 4th of July every day. That's why you have a parade at 3 o'clock. That's why you have fireworks every night. And they didn't want to step on top of that by putting in a Halloween party. So the first hard ticket event that came to the parks, came to, came to the Magic Kingdom, was actually uh, Mickey's Very Merry, or the equivalent of it. And it took 13 more years after that for Mickey's Not So Scary to, uh, to start, which was in 1995. And that was a, a one-night event. And I'll give you, I'll give you all a, a little, little Disney, Disney trivia here. For a one-night event for Mickey's Not So Scary, the first time, how much were the tickets? Jason? In 1995? 1995. Hard ticket Ooh, event? Uh, 25 bucks. 25 Mike? I was going to say 35 1695 to enter the park <laughs> for, the, for, for the first uh, Mickey's first... For the first Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, now, Disney had done other things, though. They had... They had brought in Halloween parties to other parts of the resort. They did things in in uh, in the resorts. Uh, they did they had a party in the Contemporary. They did a party at what used to be the Lake Buena Vista Shopping Center, Shopping Village, um, which is now Disney Springs. And it was kind of genius because what they did was they invited all the parents to come in with their kids dressed up, and it it brought all those people into those shops that were locals or that were going to uh, be visiting the park. At that time, uh, and that started around 1975, um, and they could go trick or treating store to store. It was actually pretty genius because, with bringing in there, they also later would want to visit Mickey's Not So Scary once it became a hard ticket event in '95. And from '95, it just grew. It grew from there. It went to uh, three nights, five nights, fifteen nights in 2005 and uh, 2013, 23, and then I know. Now, it's the largest it's ever been, and uh, and I, 
I haven't had the chance to go down there yet, but I will be there. Uh, when this episode drops, I'll be I'll be at Disney. Uh, but you two have been there. You've already been down for the year and seen the party. Um, so, Mike, I know you've seen it. What's some What's some of the stuff that they've got going on this year that I'm looking forward to seeing coming up? Uh, our first time going to the party, we didn't get to enjoy it as much as we did because it was raining and uh, we were kind of newbies at doing the party. The one thing that we did with the party this year that I really enjoyed was uh, doing the actual trick-or-treating. Uh, they had quite a few rides that were closed. The Enchanted Tiki Room was closed. And believe it or not, out of all the times I've gone to Disney, I've never been to the Enchanted Tiki Room. So it was kind of cool to walk around the inside of that and trick-or-treat in there while the ride was closed. They did the same thing with Stitch. Now, I don't know if they've done that before, uh, if the ride was actually closed, but you were able to walk through the ride while it was shut down. You know, it was unoperational for the day, and they had trick-or-treating stations set up inside the inside the uh, the rides, which I had never seen before. Uh, we didn't take advantage of that the first time we did the party. Uh, we tried to do a lot of things for this party that you wouldn't get to do on a normal Magic Kingdom day. All of the stuff that, you know, we, were, we kind of steered away from doing the rides. We wanted to do the specific events that were uh, signature for the party, and uh, we were able to take advantage of that, and we had a good time. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. My kid grabs his trick-or-treating bag, <laughs> and I look at him, and I'm like, you got three stops, because I didn't drop $60 on a ticket for you to trick-or-treat. So while all these people are trick-or-treating, we're going to go take care of business in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> so um, maybe when they get older, uh, we'll look forward to the trick-or-treating. But I, I will tell you this, though. I, I did notice... Um, and maybe it's because I never noticed in the past. I did notice that the lines were, they flowed a lot better, and they were in a couple new places. Uh, like where, Jason? You know, we headed right to Tomorrowland, and maybe this was always a spot where they had it. But like I said, it was so crowded. So when I say lines, I mean, I, it was like, uh, it was everywhere were lines everywhere. Uh, like um, the Carousel of Progress. All right, so the party starts, we go over there. And I, I was far enough away where I couldn't tell that people were, like, you know, trick-or-treating. So it looked like a line of – I looked at my wife and I went, what? That's a line to get in the carousel of progress? What did we get ourselves into? You know, she's like, no, it, it's a Halloween. It's a trick-or-treat line. Um, I, I, You know, that's it, just the, the trick-or-treating is, like I said, it, I'll wait for the kids to get a little bit older and uh, we'll, we'll see. We found that trick or treat spot because Riley had never been on the Carousel of Progress before, and so we were like, "Oh, the Halloween party—it's perfect time to go." And this was last year, and we went over, and you know, the attractions closed, and we we're like, well, "This is great though," because there wasn't a long line for for the for the candy, and that's the one great thing about trick or treating at the party is there's no—they put one or two pieces of candy in your bag; it's handfuls. I mean, they're especially towards the end of the night. Because they're just trying to unload, you know, so they don't have to unload it in the back to to load up for the next day. I mean, they just load you down. Um, I saw I saw a a fact today where they do over two hundred tons of candy in the Magic Kingdom during the party for one season. Wow, two amazing hundred tons. It's insane. Yeah, I think Did my you? kids. I think my kids walked home with about two hundred of those two hundred and seven tons. <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely loaded up when we were there, uh, and it's good. It's good candy. 
Well, it's uh, some of these kids got it down. The ones that are familiar with it, like if if somebody had three stations, these jokers would pick the far station, hit, and then walk down the rest yeah, of the yeah. stations without getting a lot. I mean, these guys full bag of candy the first couple minutes of the parade. So you know, I got to give kudos to the to the thinkers. You know. I think what made it enjoyable for me to watch the kids trick-or-treat was I had the map, so I knew where all the trick-or-treat stations were, but the kids had no idea. So as we were wandering and walking around the park, it was almost like a scavenger hunt. Like, oh, they found another one, and they'd be so excited to run up there. They'd get online, and then they'd get their candy. So that's where we got the enjoyment out of it, to, to see if, you know, kind of like I spy, you know, who sees it first, you know, which one of my daughters, and then they would run over to the, you know, to the candy spot. So it was more of, I knew where they were, but they had no idea where they were, so it was kind of enjoyable to watch them uh, scavenge for the spots. What is that trail between uh, that goes behind Tomorrowland along? Yeah, I tell you, you know that. I mean? Yeah, behind behind the Speedway. That is the spot to go if you're looking for candy. Oh, yes, yeah, so if you are a trick or treater, you need and a hat. You can only go one way. You have to start. Uh, where's the start at that, Justin? Uh, the start is right by Space Mountain. Uh, like right, like closer towards the speedway. Um, now I don't know which way they're running it this year, but last year we went from uh, from Fantasyland, like the backside of Fantasyland, I want to say. Yep. To down to Space Mountain. Yes, yeah, so that's the way so, it was running for us last year. Was that way, and they wouldn't let you go yeah, the other way. Yeah, you come in right at the Barnstormer, right okay. there, and then you and then you loop around. And the only thing back there is it's actually pretty cool. There's some busts. Like head, you know, uh, um, like head bust. Mm-hmm. Have you all seen those? No, I've never been on that trail, and I can't okay. And the, and then it's a smoking area. Oh, okay. But there's nothing else back there. Can is that trail open all every day? It, I, I believe it's open every day. I think okay. that's one of the ways that you can kind of because we've walked it quite a bit. That's one of the ways you can kind of skip all the yeah all the traffic around. Yeah. But don't 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 quote me on it being open every day. I know we've taken it a lot, but yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's open most of the time. Okay. Well, I'm I'm assuming if there's a designated smoking area back there, they probably have it as a. Re- I mean, I would assume that they would have it as a regular area if if they have it designated on the map as a smoking area. Yeah, it is a smoking area. So, and I mean that that's the good part too. It's it's away from everything. Um, but yeah, that's that's a cool little trail. So when you get done trick or treating, you've got a big. The family's all loaded up with sugar. There's some incredible shows, characters, entertainment for the night. Uh, Justin, where do you and your family plan on going? Um, so when we first get to the party, we always well we I, we typically do trick uh, trick or treat later, but we always make sure to see the Hocus Pocus Phil and Spectacular early. And the reason we do that is because the other uh, op- the the other entertainment we always like to see as late as possible because uh, the crowds are later so we, we head straight to the hocus pocus villain spectacular which is look if you're if you're in 90s if you grew up in the 90s hocus pocus is the the absolute book into your halloween it starts your halloween it ends your halloween it's just one of those movies that's just it's classic it's you know it's it's the best so the fact that they brought the Sanderson sisters in uh, a few years ago, it just it's it's awesome. If, if people haven't seen that show, the girl who plays Bette Midler's part, she is she's unbelievable. I mean, when she sings "I've Got a Spell on You," it's it's crazy. 
It's just, it's awesome. You guys saw it this year, didn't you? Well, guilty. Good. How about you, Mike? No, neither did I. We no. were. We had, we, we had our sights set on quite a few other things, so we actually didn't see I, it. Um, I caught heat for that. I'm sure going to catch heat. You know, my wife's going to listen like she always does every every episode. And You deserve it. Oh, I know. She's going to be like, yeah, we didn't get to because she really wanted to see it. And and I owe her. I owe her big. I, I don't know what happened, man. You know, you just get busy and yeah. And um, so. Yeah, you, you, uh, you deserve to catch heat. I don't have your back on this one at all. Thanks. You're on your own. Thanks. That's it. I'm on Rachel's bro, side. Bro code. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. And it is a, it is a beautiful show. It's amazing. It is. Yeah, it's it's just so good. I mean, the way they integrated that with the villains and uh, and how they they summon the villains and it's I, I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't been, but it's just it's it, it's the best stage show that they've done at a party that I've seen personally. Um, and I mean, that's biased because I'm a massive Hocus Pocus fan. So, but it's really, really good. Um, but from there, no, we'll, we'll usually hit a few rides cause that's a great thing about the party too, is while all these extra entertainment or all the extra entertainments going on, usually the rides that typically have 30, 40 minute waits are walk-ons. You know, you can walk on to, um, pirates you can walk on to haunted mansion and all those and so we take that time to really hit those and uh and then we'll head back and we'll typically get our spot for hollow wishes which i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys uh summarize what you think but personally it's the greatest fireworks show that disney has ever done it's hard to even describe it unless you see it and you're there because you can almost feel it and it and it and it, this is the fun thing about it, and this is what I love about Disney, is they make something scary fun. I mean, it's a scary voice, you know, but they make it fun, you know, and that's what I love about Disney is is for them the ability to do that. But how about that 360 fireworks? I mean, it's yeah, it's, boom. it's just it's awesome. Yeah. It's just it's incredible, awesome. and the the projections have gotten better year after year after year, and now it's just like there's so much to take in, you can't catch it all. No, you can't. It's almost an overload. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mike, what did you think when you saw it? Uh... Yeah, it's by far my favorite uh, fireworks show. I, I love that fireworks show. Uh, if, you're running, if you're running short on time and you go into the Halloween party and you're, you're, you're thinking of your must-do things, the fireworks is a must-do and the parade's a must-do. But I, I would definitely – I would like to ask the, the listeners also, what do you think is more of a must-do at the party? The, the, if, you, if you had to pick one or the other, would you pick the – uh, fireworks show or would you pick the Boo to You Parade because they're they're both my top two things if I went to a Halloween party and I didn't get either one of those two things I'd feel like I really missed out uh, the fireworks show and I've seen a lot of fireworks shows at Disney is, is by far the best one you'll ever get to see uh, so that, yeah no you you this Boo to You Parade what what is this thing what, what is so special about this 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 thing? What a stop it stop it right now! <laughs> Hello, the best parade ever in the whole world. It is amazing, and since Mike said it, the Boo to You Parade, guys, we got to talk about it just for a couple minutes. So, Jason, I knew you were down there at the same time with me. Uh, what would you pick? What what's your must do? Is it the Boo to You Parade or is it the fireworks? If you had to pick one, which way would you go? Boo to you, brother, all the way. All the way, boo to you. Justin, how about yourself? Oh, it's simple. Boo to you. And I'm not a parade guy. Like, you're never going to catch me around 
our hometown going to a parade. I just, I'm not going to. At Disney, I'll go every now and then. Mm-hmm. If we're around the parks at that time and there's somewhere to stand, we'll sit and watch. Booty you, I'll line up early. I'm not missing Booty you. There's no way. And the biggest thing is, there's so many awesome, awesome floats and characters in the Booty You Parade that, I mean, we could go on for hours just on the parade. I mean, what's if, if, you're, if you all are going to look at the parade and you can only take certain pieces out of that parade, what are you taking that are not misses out of that parade, Jason? Okay. The number one. I'll just give you, I'll give you three, okay? The top one, and I'm just going to start with the top one. The Haunted Mansion Grave Diggers are awesome. The cast members do such an amazing job. How fun of a job is that? They are they are right on. Um, with that, I will give the the dancing duo, the couple, the dance, the zombie couples that are dancing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is uh, I, I love that, and and this is going to be my always going to be in my top three. Whether no matter what parade it is, part ticket, it's Goofy's candy float. The one that goes back, and, and, and or during, I believe, uh, the Very Merry Christmas, it's Penelope drives it. Um, it's the one that gives off the scent of the candy. And here's why it's special to me. Because when my boys were younger, we were sitting on the curb, and the first time it came by, they thought that was amazing. And I saw their faces and their hearts light up because this float went by, and they really thought it was candy that was going past them. So every time it comes by, it's... Uh, Oh, Dad! There's the smell, and and I love that. And I and and I hope. I mean, this might sound bizarre, but I hope he's seven. My boys are seventeen or twenty, and they look at me and go, "There's that smell, Dad." I would love that because it's just something that's important to me. So those are my top three in the parade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, how about you? If you're gonna if you're gonna pick pick three that you're not letting go of, what do you got? Well, the Headless Horseman by far is the oh, you know, the, op- yeah. the the op- the opening the opening when you see that horse galloping down and you have the horseman coming in. I mean, that is incredible. How do you start a parade better than that? I mean, that is just it just gets your chills going. It's unbelievable to watch him come <laughs> prancing down. Yes. and that is you, you can't kick a parade off better than that. I Did mean, you said it? Chills. I, it, it's funny you said that because it does give me chills down the spine because it's so awesome. You just right. you just uh, knocked Jason and I right to the side. Yeah, of that sure one. did. He's like for the win. That's it. I'm not, even, I'm not even coming in with mine. I'm good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I, I would think I'm going to stop there. I'm good. I think the horseman. All right, show's <laughs> over, guys. Let's go. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's all. You, that's all you week. need to do. What about uh, your other two, Mike? Uh, I like I love when the uh, when the grave diggers come in and they're scraping the uh, and they're mm-hmm. scraping the uh, the shovels and the sparks are coming up and then you know they're creating all that noise and you know if you weren't awake for this party I mean with the horsemen coming in and then having these guys come in there they're doing their dance and they're scraping the shovels I think that's great and uh, the hitchhiking ghosts I mean to to see the uh, hitchhiking ghosts. Uh, th- that's what Halloween's about, you know, the uh, the horsemen, the grave diggers with the shovels, and then the hitchhiking ghosts. I mean, how do you go wrong with those guys? Well, I guess I'm uh, I guess I, I won the championship last year because I'm picking last, and you guys <laughs> left me with the bottom of the barrel here. But no, there's there's a few in there that I man, I tell you, I think they're the three hardest working cast members out of the entire parade, and it's the uh, hitchhiking ghosts float. The fact that they are staying stiff and doing those movements for an entire 30 minutes 
is unbelievable. I and thought then, they were animatronics. When I, I first forever, saw it. yeah. yeah. I mean, I for did. years I did. I'm like, there's yeah. no way. And yeah. yeah, those guys are awesome. Um, and you, man, you can't pass up Mickey and Minnie, yeah. and Donald and Daisy starting the parade, coming right down Main Street or wherever you're standing, Frontier Land, and uh, and that music kicking in. It's funny how you hear the boo to you. It's just it's it's, it's low and then it grows boo. You, you know, and it just gets louder and louder, and you know that it's getting closer and closer. And um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's, those two are definitely two of my favorites. I could have taken any of the ones you all had too. Um, but the one thing you guys didn't mention was any of the villains. When Maleficent comes down the street mm-hmm. and the villains' dancers are out front, I'll take it all day. Anytime mm-hmm. I can get villains in the parks, all day long. Nice. It's just it's it's awesome. It's so awesome to see her turn. It comes down. The castle's behind her, and here comes Maleficent. You know, giving that glare off to all the all the kids and parents as they stand there, peasants staring up at the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, uh, it's booty. You takes something that should be scary and makes it one of the most magical times at Disney World by far. I agree. And and the thing is, is we're trying to articulate a feeling. You know what I mean? It's it's the people I know. The people listening are like, it's almost like it's such a strong feeling inside. It's it's almost tangible. Like you're trying to articulate something that is almost you, you just can't. You have to feel and experience to even understand what we're trying to tell you. Uh, I I think it starts before we anyone even goes to the party. I don't know about you guys and and uh, and, and your families and and uh, we we take dressing up for the party more serious than any adult probably should. <laughs> it's like the one time a year that it's just like no one knows us here. We can dress up however we want and uh, and really make it a thing. And and we've done that since Rye was born. And I mean, she was you know sixteen months, and we were she was the uh, the 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 queen from. Um, uh, the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, and I was a Mad Hatter, and Katie was Alice. You know, and nice. we, we've done that every year. We've done something different, inside out. Um, and it's just it's it's a lot of fun to take that time and to uh, and to get with the family and to, and to plan that because that's something that starts months in advance. You know, you're sitting there around the dinner table and you're going, "All right, what are we going as this year?" You know, and everybody's throwing out their ideas, and and or if you're if you're me, I'm throwing out my ideas, and Katie's uh, saying no, that's wrong, we're not <laughs> doing that, uh, we're gonna do something else, and uh, but yeah, it's I think it's exciting to plan these trips because you know what you're getting into. Uh, I happen to be looking on Facebook, and I happen to see some of the best costumes that I've ever seen, and that was from Jason. Man, I, everybody I know who's been to Disney before, I showed him this picture. I says, "You got to see what my buddy did for his Halloween costume picture this year." Jason, you got to explain what you guys did because it was by far one of the best costumes that uh, I've ever seen at Disney. Yeah, it was so simple. Um, you know, I, I, it was actually my wife's idea, so I got to give her a hundred percent props on that. And it was not even a dressing up because um, I mean, I go through like if you creep on Justin's profile. Um, Dude, you guys are awesome. I mean, I mean, awesome. I mean, you guys come up with some stuff that I'm like, that is, I would, I would come up to you in the in the parks and say, you guys did a great job because that's just the type of guy I'm at Disney, you know. 
And and there are some people at Disney that that their costumes are so awesome. You know, my first my first uh, Halloween party, they had uh, and they must have been cast members. Um, they dressed up as the fairies from uh, the last Tinkerbell movie. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did such a great job. And I was like, you guys look amazing. And um, but I'm not. I don't. I that's just we don't. I don't get into the whole dressing up thing. And I think it's because of my personality. Uh, just just a quick side note. A couple years ago, my my wife says because my son was really into Angry Birds. I think he was two, or yeah, or three. And um, she says, I, "I got you an Angry Birds costume. We're all going to wear an Angry Birds costume, okay?" And I'm like, I'm like, I don't I don't dress up. I don't do that. And she's like, "You can do it for your son." I'm like, and he, you know, he's like. You know, and it was well. It was it was an upper two because he was talking to me and, and like, come on, Dad. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll do this for you. We put on the costumes. We walk out the door. As soon as I walked out my door, uh, one of the news reporters happened to be walking past. And I go, oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys look amazing. So here I made the front page of the paper, <laughs> and then the following year. They used the same picture for the Halloween trick-or-treating night. <laughs> and then I come home, and I looked so ridiculous. I was Chuck, you know, yellow bird. And here my little head was sticking at this <laughs> So as soon as the reporter's like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's like, I'm going to take your picture. And can we do a, a video blog of, of this? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And, you know, we got about 100,000 people in the Metroplex here, you know, so it's not like it's a, a 4,000 people town. <laughs> so, anyways, so when I say I don't like to dress up, maybe that stems from it. But, anyway, so she came up with the idea of, of fast passes. We, My wife got a hold of my good friend Mike Yo, and he's over at MagicalMeltdown.com. And I, I do recommend checking out his shirts. Uh, he came, She came with him with the idea of, of making us all fast passes. And what it is, it's just a simple T-shirt, but it was a beautiful old school fast pass with uh each individual ride like uh like i believe i was space mountain my son was peter pan um and and the other son was uh anyways and then my wife was actually um the red card the red card for uh you know if you get in line for something the the cast member hands you the red card the time card and we got so many compliments on this because the the date and the time was exactly for the Halloween party for that date. So it was great. So, uh, you know, I did get to ride Space Mountain with my Fast Pass shirt. And I got so many compliments from the cast members because it was just a little bit outside the box. So, Mike, so, I, I appreciate you uh, noticing that. that that'll, that'll, she would be thrilled that you noticed that. So, hold on. So... You got to ride Space Mountain as, as yourself as a fast pass. <laughs> I did. Wait. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> so they actually scanned you through. They scanned your belly, and you walked on Space Mountain. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I because I was wearing it. It was. I mean, it was during the party, so it wasn't. You know, Nothing it wasn't would have made really... me happier than if they they picked somebody picked you up and and scanned your belly across the uh, across the thing. <laughs> one to... of one of the cast members came over to us and they said. I don't see any ride on here with that shirt that they wouldn't walk you to the front of the line if you would go up to them. You, mm-hmm. you know, and and, yeah. and I didn't want to take advantage of that, but you know, I could see this is what 
makes Disney special also is the appreciation that a lot of the cast members have for their patrons and their love for Disney on top of it. I know it's a job and I know there's you're going to have your good days and bad days, but overall, you know, they love Disney and they and 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 I love my cast members. Um I give them all the props in the world because they do such an amazing job. But anyways, going back to costumes. Mike, I know you said you didn't do a costume, but I don't think you told us what your daughter's one is last episode. Well, being that it was a surprise trip, they didn't have a lot of time to prepare for the for the Halloween party. I think uh-huh. if they if we had planned this trip further along, uh, if, they, if we did it when we first booked the trip, they probably would have planned something a little bit more extravagant. So they just kind of threw together some old stuff that they had because they only had a day or two, plus we had school, plus we were packing. So being that uh, we only had a day or so to go, they just went with what they had. Uh, my... One daughter was a zebra, and my other daughter was a bunny rabbit. So what they did was they had like the bunny ear. It was a simple costume, and we weren't sure what the weather was going to be like. And the last time we were there, they went with these extravagant costumes, and we got rained on. So to be on the safe side, they went with something simple. They got their face painted over by Space Mountain. There's a uh, face painting station over there. So my one daughter that was dressed up as a zebra got her face uh, painted as a zebra, and my other daughter, who was a bunny, got the... uh, uh, her face painted like a bunny rabbit. So, uh, yeah, they, they, were, they were into it. And I think that if we had not done a surprise trip, they probably would have uh, picked something more elaborate to uh, dress up as. Isn't, isn't that the beautiful thing about being at a party like that down at Disney is uh, the whole um, people appreciate anything that you do or you are. You know, you got perfect strangers that uh, just accept it for what it is. You know what I mean? It's just, it's such a, such a, for the most part, it's such an accepting uh, atmosphere, which makes it fun. It allows you to be creative and express what you want to do. So it's a ton of adults who are completely a hundred percent bought in to what they've walked into. Not one person's judging you. I mean, I've walked in with orange eyebrows on <laughs> and my face painted as the Mad Hatter. And no one has given me a second look. And you, the, the best part is actually getting to the party. Right. It's like riding the monorail over. Because yeah. you're on the monorail with a bunch of people that aren't, you know, some people aren't going to the party and they're just looking at you like, all right, well, this guy, you know. But then the second you walk into the Magic Kingdom, everybody's right. like, oh, the Mad Hatter's here, you know. And you, right. you yeah. completely are enveloped in what's going on with that night. And uh, we kind of ran into it because uh, uh, we're going to Toy Story this year. And me being the devoted loving husband that I am, I waited until the last minute to order our costumes, which was last <laughs> night. And we leave, we leave uh, in a few days. And uh, so we can only get Amazon Prime things, which uh, it worked out fine for my mom, who's, who's uh, going as Miss Potato Head. And it worked out fine for me because I can, I can pull off Woody with uh, cowboy boots and jeans and a yellow shirt. And I got the vest. And for our daughter, it was perfect. We were able to get hers. For my wife, the only costumes that were available would have been things that uh, (laughs) we wouldn't talk about on a PG-rated podcast. And so we had to dig a little bit and kind of create a costume, which I think is actually more fun. If you're looking to make a costume for a party, like Jason and them did, and Mike, I mean, coming up with something... And then creating it from nothing is is so much fun. Because once you get it, it's yours. It's not something you bought at a store or anything like that. And so she got leggings. She got a Buzz Lightyear t-shirt. You know, we bought some inflatable Buzz Lightyear wings. 
and uh, you know, and the gloves and stuff like that. And we're just kind of making it, just kind of making it work for for us. So fun. It, if if you are going to a party and you don't have a whole bunch of time, don't worry. Just and no one's no one's going to judge you if you don't dress up or if you don't dress up much. Everyone's there to have a great time, and no matter what you're wearing, everyone's going to appreciate the fact that you're there to be a kid for a night. And also, if you're an adult, make sure to grab a trick-or-treat bag. Right. Because adults can trick-or-treat too. I will fill my bag full of Reese cups and everything else they hand out over there. It's not, yeah, no questions asked. I'll (laughs) throw my daughter through and I'll go through too. It's for her. It's for her. They know better. (laughs) Well, you, you paid for it if that's your thing, you know? I mean, it's yours. Grab it. Yeah. And I was surprised that they don't give the garbage at the Halloween party. I mean, it's the good mm, stuff. It's good. Yeah, it's you good. the good stuff. So, of course, we can't talk about Mickey's Not So Scary without talking about a signature's Werther's candy that they have there. It is that a, uh, that's a candy apple. Have you guys both tried that? I have, yeah. And it's, I love candy apples anyways. Candy, caramel, I, anything apple I'm going crazy for. Uh, yeah, it's really good, man. That's, that's... How about you, Mike? Yes, I've had it there quite a few times. It, it's one of the staples. We always have to have uh, a candy apple or the candy apple with nuts. That's that's always on our uh, to-do list to get. You know, if 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 you're looking for a hard ticket event for Disney, and what I mean by hard ticket is if you're looking for an extra cost other than, you know, your park ticket during the day, um, you know, your hotel and things like that, Mickey's not so scary is a no-brainer. It's it's the hard ticket event of the year. And and when you're looking at dates, if you're flexible, if you the earlier you go, typically, the better it is as far as crowd crowd wise. The closer you get to Halloween, it's gonna get crowded. It's gonna get busy. Um, so I definitely recommend the earlier the better. And uh, and no matter what, have fun with it. Dress up, go all out. Everyone you see, the, the the more ridiculous you look, the more fun you'll have because the more people come up to you and they will say how much they appreciate everything that uh, that, that, that you've done for the party and, and to get ready for the party. So enjoy it, have fun, and uh, I can't wait to see all uh, of your pictures and uh, and maybe some videos of you uh, doing the Boo to You Parade. And the uh, the hocus pocus feeling spectacular, and the and the fireworks. Put it all on the Facebook page. We when we're not at Disney, we live vicariously through you, who are at Disney at the moment. So um, we appreciate you guys putting that up there and have fun with it. I want to do a call to arms to everybody that goes down there. I, I, not only this is what I would like, and then this is a small request for a nod to Halloween and the Disney Dads podcast. Is I would like a selfie with you during the party when your favorite when your favorite float comes past go ahead and just turn around and snap that with it in the background and then post that to the group i would love to see that so if you haven't been to the halloween party before it's definitely something you you want to get done uh whether you're doing it with kids whether you're an adult there's always something there for some for whatever your taste is so you can either enjoy it with your children, you can enjoy it by yourself. You can enjoy it with, uh, you know, a group of even elderly people. You know, if, if you if you if you're a grandparent, if you're uh, no matter what your age group is, you're, you're gonna find something to enjoy there. Uh, between all their entertainment that they have, uh, go there and have fun. It's one of those parties. It's it's a definitely a no brainer that uh, you won't be disappointed if you do it. 
Guys, the biggest thing with with us talk, taking on this party is not all of us are going to get to go down and see Mickey's Not So Scary this year. But we want to see your pictures around your neighborhood. We want to see your house, how you've decorated. We want to see you and the kids dressed up or just you and your loved one uh, you know, dressed up and going to parties and having a good time. Uh, so post those pictures in our group. You can find us at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash Disney Dads Podcast. Or you can find all the links to our social media accounts at www.disneydadspodcast.com. Come join our group. Come talk with us. We have a great time, and uh, we hope to see you on there real soon. More importantly, we want to hear you and your kids' wishes. They don't have to be Disney because a wish is personal to, to everyone. And our biggest thing is always pursuing our wishes and making those wishes become a reality. So give us a call, 317-WDW-DADS or 317-939-3237 and leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you're wishing for and we'll play it on a future episode. Hope to hear from you soon. Guys, it was another great episode. I'm thrilled to sit here with you guys and talk to one of my biggest passions, the Halloween party, the Halloween season. I look forward to everybody participating in the discussion, letting us know how they do it. Any final words, Justin? Yeah, just uh, my my biggest thing with with the with the Halloween party and Halloween at Disney in general is have fun. Look, a lot of people when they look at the parties, they they say, ah, "I don't really want to do that. I don't want to do this." Have fun with it, guys. It's it's once a year, and everyone you're surrounded by is enjoying it the same way you are. So go out, dress up, have fun, and uh, I hope to see you and uh, and your costumes in the park this year, or if not this year, a year to come. Yeah, I want to thank everybody who, who are, after our first week, has been so supportive on our Facebook group, has given us nice comments. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's given given us the time to let us come into your life and we want you to come into ours. We want, to, we want to see what you guys are doing. We want to see what you guys are posting. And uh, we're looking forward to getting to know you guys on a more personal level. For me to even add on to the, either one of those, I'll just be real quick, guys, and, and to the point. Um, thank you. Thank you for having uh, the time tonight to visit with me. It, it It's near and dear to me. Uh, since you guys had texted today, I'm like, oh, today is Thursday. We get to record tonight. Um, I was really excited about it because it, it just breaks up the week where um, – it's something I look forward to, and, and I appreciate both you guys in my life. It's and it's and it's a community that's starting to grow. Where these people in the community, I appreciate them in my life too, because it's such a positive, uh, a positive thing in a lot of people's lives. So with that, I want to wish everybody a fantastic week, have a safe weekend, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Justin, Mike, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Good night, guys. When stars are born, they possess a gift or two. One of them is this. They have the power to make a wish come true. So what's your wish? Starlight, star the, I I am Levi, and I am eight years old. My, my wish is seeing Mickey Mouse in every Disney park. My name is Pearson. I would like to make a wish 
to go to Disney with my friend Parker in May. Have a good day. From Mike, Justin, and myself to my Disney family, we want to say thank you and remember always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the one.